The Year in Review Medicare Regulation and Legislation Enrollment Statistics and Major Industry Trends The State of the Senior Market Brought to you by Ritter Insurance Marketing Hello and welcome to the third episode of our State of the Senior Market series. This is a special series presented by Craig Ritter, our president here at Ritter Insurance Marketing. In the last episode, Craig covered Medicare regulation and legislation that insurance agents need to know about. In today's episode, Craig takes a deep dive into enrollment stats for 2020. Hi, this is Craig Ritter, president of Ritter Insurance Marketing, and I want to welcome you to episode three. In this episode, we'll be covering enrollment statistics for the annual enrollment period just passed and all of calendar year 2019. In our past two episodes, we covered what's happening at Ritter, we covered regulation and legislation, but I'm a numbers guy. So you're gonna see a lot of numbers in this episode. And if you wanna pause the video to catch some of these numbers, feel free to do so, but don't forget to unpause. So let's jump in. First, we're gonna talk about the overall market for Medicare Advantage, for Medicare Part D, and for employer group. So the first line is individual Medicare Advantage. This is our kitchen table Medicare Advantage plans, not employer group plans. They're excluded from this list. What you'll see, and I've given you four years of data here, just so you can see the trend, consistent high growth in the single digits over the prior three years, but this year, double digit growth. So we're seeing accelerating growth in Medicare Advantage. We expect that to continue in the future. So 10% growth for the first time, we're seeing double digits for 2020. Almost 20 million Medicare beneficiaries are enrolled in individual Medicare Advantage plans. So you can see this is a very hot market in the Medicare space. Next, let's look at individual PDP. You can see this has been flat for the last three or four years. Actually, in 2020, we saw the first percentage decrease, just a 1% decrease. So basically, we are where we were back in 2017. Virtually no change in the overall individual PDP market. Finally, looking at employer plans, we're seeing slowing growth in the employer plans. This includes not only employer group waiver plans, or sometimes called EGWIPs, which are Medicare Advantage plans, but also employer group Medicare Part D plans as well. So still seeing growth in that market, but you can see stepping down every year a little bit slower growth. Now let's get into the top plans and how each of these plans performed. This is a list of all the plans that are represented by Ritter Insurance Marketing in the top 25. One thing that I'm very excited about is that we have 14 of the top 25 Medicare Advantage plans in terms of their total enrollment. Let's get into the big four. The top four players, they represent, you'll see on a future slide, but they represent almost six in 10 Medicare Advantage beneficiaries. I'm showing you not only their numbers for 2019 and 2020, but I'm also showing you the change during AEP and the year over year change. Let me get into a little bit more detail on that. So when you're looking at the year over year change, that's from January 1st of 2019 to January 1st of 2020. That would include two components. It would include the lock-in sales for 2019, which is really reflective of the plan designs from last year. You also see mixed in the annual enrollment period. So you're seeing a little bit of the increase 
having to do with the 2019 plan design, and you're seeing part of the increase due to the 2020 plan design. When I carve out and only show you the change during the annual enrollment period, that really focuses exclusively on the 2020 benefits. Typically, about half of the increase would be associated with lock-in, and half of the increase would be associated with the AEP. So just for an example, if you look at Cigna, you can see that there was a 10.5% increase year over year, but 9.8% of that increase had to do with the annual enrollment period. So what that tells you is that growth is really associated with the 2020 benefits more so than the 2019. You can see United Healthcare again is the largest in terms of enrollment. They had a 13.5% growth over the year and they're sitting just under 5 million Medicare Advantage plans. Next, Humana, again, double-digit growth. That's going to be a common theme you'll see with the larger players. They're seeing more than, and recall that the overall MA growth was 10%. So when you're seeing 12, 13, 17% growth, that's telling you that they are outperforming the market. Humana, 12.6% growth, pushing 4 million members. Next is CVS Aetna. Refer to them as CVS now. I think of them as Aetna, but in the presentation, you're gonna see CVS. So know when you see CVS, we're talking about Aetna as far as the name on the plan that you'll see. Strong growth, 17% growth, pushing one and a half million members as of January 1st. And then next on the list, Anthem. You'll see 44% growth for 2020 for the full year. Still very strong growth in AEP, 9.4% just in basically that's just one month worth of growth. Some of that growth has to do with acquisition, so that's not entirely organic growth. However, you'll see even in the AEP that is entirely organic growth, they had a very strong AEP for 2020. Rounding out the top five on our list is WellCare. They increased by 13.4%, about a half a million members. We talked about Cigna. Centene saw kind of a small decrease Health First, which is a plan in New York, saw double-digit growth. They saw very strong AEP growth as well, 7.5%. UPMC was a little bit flatter than most. Again, you'll see now a single digit. So they are growing their Medicare Advantage footprint, but they're growing a little bit slower. Similarly, we have Highmark, Blue Cross of Michigan, single digit, actually a low single digit, 1.4 and 1.2% growth respectively. However, let me call out Highmark. You'll see that their annual enrollment period growth actually exceeded their year-over-year -year growth. So that's really an indicator that their 2020 plans performed very well. Strong growth from Emblem, that's a plan that covers New York City and also covers Connecticut. Lifetime, which is Excellus in upstate New York, saw a small single-digit growth. And IBC, again, single-digit growth, small growth, 1.1% for the full year, but a little bit stronger growth in 2020, that AEP number was 2.6, so you're seeing a little bit of an improvement there. Now we get into the plans that are outside of the top 25. You'll see Molina had 6.4%. Again, keep that 10% number, that 10% target in mind. Are they outperforming that or are they underperforming that? So 10% is really is your benchmark and you're looking for growth in excess to see that that plan is outstripping the competition. Cambia, which is a Blue Cross plan in the Pacific Northwest, grew at 11.9%, very strong annual enrollment period for them. Geisinger was relatively flat. Clover had a very big year, especially in New Jersey, very strong double-digit growth, 
37.5% growth year over year, and a strong annual enrollment period, 24%. HealthNow is a blue plan in upstate New York. They saw outsized growth for 2020 and a strong AEP. Capital Blue Cross was relatively flat. However, they did grow in 2020. Johns Hopkins plan in Maryland saw double-digit growth for 2020, and again, another strong AEP. Health Partners was one of the few plans that saw a decline for 2020. They actually decreased membership by 8.8% year-over-year. Elder Plan was pretty flat. Bright Health benefited from a lot of expansion, so increasing their service area, 47.8% growth for 2020, and a very strong AEP. And rounding out the list is Lasso Healthcare, who had triple-digit growth for 2020, triple-digit growth for the annual enrollment period, but clearly coming off of a much lower base. Now let's break it down. I think this is very interesting and can inform some of your choices for what you're offering your Medicare beneficiaries. I broke down the Medicare Advantage market a little bit more granularly for you. So this is still all individual Medicare Advantage, no employer group included in this set, but it's breaking it down by type of plan. And I think it's very instructive as far as what plans you're offering and what your Medicare beneficiaries may be interested in. Be able to show them options that are being chosen by their, by their fellow Medicare beneficiaries. So first you'll see traditional HMO. This is kind of the, the behemoth of the Medicare Advantage market. Over 50% of Medicare beneficiaries are in traditional HMO products. This does exclude the dual special needs plans. So this is just traditional, I call traditional HMO plans, not for individuals who are duly eligible. Of course, they can enroll. Dual eligible individuals could be included, but these plans are not specifically designed for dual eligibles. So pushing 11 million HMO, you'll see the growth rate, 9%. So almost equal to the overall growth rate of Medicare Advantage. Look at the second line, local PPO. This market is exploding. 21.7% growth, more than double the benchmark, increasing at a greater rate than in 2019. So you'll see that growth from 2.7 million in 18, 3.3 million in 19, up to almost 4 million in 2020. So if you're not looking at local PPOs for your customers, I think your competition probably is, and you can see it in those statistics. So take a look at local PPOs for your clients going forward. Are PPOs on the decline? So interestingly, some of that business, the PPO business may be shifting from the regional PPO to the local PPO, but we're seeing a continuing trend of decrease in the RPPO market. Special needs plans, again, look at this for your business. You're seeing outsized growth, 14, almost 15% growth in the special needs category. If you're not looking at special needs, you want to tune into one of our webinars, you want to get some training on special needs because this market is growing and growing rapidly. You'll see we were at 2.9 million, over 400,000 new members in the last two years. You want to get a piece of the commissions on that 400,000 sales that were made by agents over the last two years. Medi, Medi, these are MMP plans, Medicare, Medicaid plans, typically not commissionable. Interestingly, these are designed for, clearly, for dual eligibles, just like the special needs plans. But you'll see, actually, these plans have been flat to down. So in 2020, we actually saw a decrease in these non-commissionable plans, and you can see that big boom in the special needs plans. So that's where the action is. Cost plans, you'll see continuing de-emphasis as CMS is non-renewing these plans 
in markets where there are other alternatives available. So not as much emphasis there. MSA grew strongly in 2020, but again, coming off of a very low base and continued de-emphasis in the private fee-for-service market. 25% decline, not terribly surprising as more of the Medicare Advantage sales are moving to network-based plans. Next, let's get into the PDP changes. So this is the, I'm just showing you only the year-over-year -year growth in this category. You'll see CVS Health remains the number one plan. And again, this is only individual PDP sales. There are no employer group numbers included in these numbers. You see CVS Health did show a year-over-year -year decrease. They're still the number one individual plan, but a 9.5% increase. Look at line two, WellCare. 15.1% increase year over year, a massive increase for 2020. Keep in mind that the overall PDP market was down slightly in 2020, so there was a small contraction. So really no change is probably the benchmark for these plans. So 15.1% growth relative to a zero benchmark growth is really quite impressive. You'll also notice that WellCare is nipping on the heels of CVS Health. They're only, they're less than, what, 25,000 enrollments away from taking over the number one spot. So as we speak, they could be the number one plan. This is, of course, as of January 1st of 2020. Next, you'll see United Healthcare maintaining a very strong position, over 4 million individual PDP plans. However, that was a decrease over 2019. Next, Humana, another decrease. We all know that they did make some significant changes to their Walmart plan, and that resulted in the largest decrease in an individual PDP player, a 14.1% decrease for Humana. Next, we have Cigna and Express Scripts, ESI, a small, small bit of growth there. And finally, Envision had the largest percentage growth, almost 250,000 additional members year over year, and almost 40% growth. Finally, you'll see the all others category, and this is numbers seven through 31. Strong growth in this category. Some of that has to do with new entrants that are coming into the market. So I'd like to call out Mutual of Omaha as one example, as they went from not having a prescription drug plan to now being in their second year of offering PDP plans. Any growth clearly there, any enrollment that they get is just increasing that all other category. So again, very strong growth, a little bit different story than in the individual Medicare Advantage market, where we saw the big four, or seeing sizable gains. In this case, we're seeing all the all other category is holding up quite well with 19% growth in 2020. Next, let's get down to your market. Let's look at the individual states and the winners and losers in each of these states. I rank this list by the amount of overall growth in the Medicare Advantage market in that state. And coming in, and number one is Florida, over 67,000 new Medicare Advantage members. The big winners, United Healthcare, almost 20,000, followed by Aetna, and then a new entrant, Devoted Health, had almost 6,500 new members in Florida. Florida Blue also grew, and Humana had a slightly less growth, about 3,000 members. Coming in the number two, Texas, with almost 65,000 new Medicare Advantage members. United was the big winner in Texas. They took almost half of the enrollment. Almost 30,000 enrollments went to United. Humana did well also, over 20,000, and Anthem had 9,000, and that would be uh, the Amerigroup product in Texas. 
Other notables, Devoted entered the market and secured almost 4,000, over 4,000 members in the state of Texas. Aetna saw a big loss. They lost almost 14,000 due to a disenrollment of a PPO plan. Number three is California, over 50,000 new enrollments. Alignment Healthcare was the big winner with over 10,000, followed by closely by SCAN and United Healthcare. Other notables were Anthem and Humana with five and 6,000 of growth in California. Next is a surprise to me, North Carolina came in with over 43,000 new members. And refer back to what we were talking about, special needs plans. A lot of this growth is in the special needs category. United took over half of the enrollment with 27, almost 28,000 new enrollees in the state of North Carolina. And a lot of those members were duly eligible special needs. So individuals who never had Medicare Advantage before. Following it in a distant second and third are Cigna and Humana. Blue Cross Blue Shield of North Carolina and Aetna each saw some pretty nice gains, but nothing compared with what United was able to do in North Carolina. Next is another surprise, Michigan. Almost 40,000 enrollments. Priority Health, Humana, and Henry Ford were the top three plans. Also a notable plan was Sparrow, which was a brand new plan with almost 3,000 enrollments. Aetna with over 3,000 and WellCare with 4,200. Next on the list, Ohio, almost 40,000 enrollments. Anthem and United Healthcare were neck and neck with around 14 to 15,000 each, followed by Humana with 6,500. Next was Aetna, they had almost 4,000 enrollments. And interestingly, no other plan was able to achieve a growth rate of 1,000 members. So really those four plans drove the growth in Ohio. Next we go to Pennsylvania, 36,000 coming in at number seven. Aetna and Highmark were neck and neck, followed very closely by Humana. Other notables were United Healthcare, UPMC, Cigna. Vibra had a very good year with 1,500. And IBC and Geisinger Health Plan grew, but by less than 1,000. Next is Illinois with almost 35,000 enrollments. Aetna, United, neck and neck at the top, followed very closely by Humana. So those big three accounted for virtually all of the growth in the state of Illinois, followed by Cigna. You did see a decrease in Blue Cross HCSC, which is the Blue Cross plan in Illinois, and there was no other plan that grew by 1,000. In New York, we saw Health First and Humana, again, neck and neck. Look at those numbers, very close, almost 13,000 for Health First, 12,500 for Humana, followed by United in the number three position, down significantly less than the big two there, but still 6,500 new enrollments. Health Now had another great year, 3,500. They're in the, the Buffalo market. Aetna was relatively flat, only 300 net new enrollments in the state of New York. So Aetna had a difficult year in New York. And WellCare, you see a decrease of almost 9,000 enrollments. So that was a, a notable event in the state of New York, primarily in upstate New York. Next on the list, coming in number 10, is Indiana, 28,000 enrollments. You'll see United got the lion's share of that, over half went to United, followed by Anthem and Humana. Anthem got about half the growth that United and Humana got about half of what Anthem got. Aetna got over 1,000 enrollments and no other plan exceeded 1,000. So you'll see the big four there took the top four spots and accounted for all of the growth in Indiana. Next is Virginia with 26,000. 
United, Anthem, both big winners, number one and number two in the state of Virginia. There was a lot of that growth, I feel, was attributable to the expansion of DSNP in the state of Virginia. Humana, who is a perennial power in Virginia, came in third with almost 3,000. A new plan was started in Virginia, Mary Washington. They did almost 1,400. Aetna and Optima each did a little over 1,000. Next, we come to Georgia. This is an interesting state. If you live in Georgia, you probably know, but 22,000 growth in the state. Virtually all of that growth went to Humana. They got almost 22 of the 23,000 in growth. You'll see Cigna and WellCare also fared well in the state. Small growth for Blue Cross Blue Shield of Georgia, Anthem 1,200. And you'll see that Aetna did see a decrease. And this had to do with the non-renewal of a PPO product in the state of Georgia for Aetna. So Aetna lost about 8,000 members and no other plan gained more than 1,000. So you'll see Humana accounted for almost 100% of the growth in the state of Georgia. And now we round out the last six on our list. We'll go to Tennessee. Again, it was United Healthcare in the number one spot, followed by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee. Anthem had a very good year. It's actually the Amerigroup brand in the state of Tennessee. Other notable Cigna with almost 4,000 enrollments. Moving to the state of Missouri, neck and neck between Anthem and United, but Anthem just edged them out by a bit, followed by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Kansas City. Other notables were Humana, Aetna, and Essence Healthcare. Alabama was number 15. United was the number one plan, followed closely by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Alabama and Humana, who were very closely contesting the number two position for Alabama. You'll see Cigna had a very good year as well, but no other plan grew by more than 1,000 in the state. In Arizona, 21,000 growth, bringing them in at number 16. United got almost half of that growth. Again, in the number one position, 11,600 growth, followed by Cigna and Humana fighting it out for the number two and the number three position. Aetna was very strong as well, came in a very close fourth at about 3,800 enrollments. WellCare gained a little bit. You will see that Blue Cross Blue Shield of Arizona did see a down year for the annual enrollment period, losing about 3,300 members. Coming in at number 17 is Kentucky, 21,000 growth. Anthem led the way with over 8,000, followed by Humana and WellCare. United grew by almost 2,000. No other plan in the state grew by 1,000. And rounding out our list at number 18, as Washington with 20,000. United led the way, followed by very closely by Aetna, and Humana came in third. Cambria, which is the Blue Cross plan in Washington, had a strong showing. Kaiser and Centene each saw a decrease. So that rounds out all the winners and losers in individual states that I cover. I only covered the top 18 states. If you didn't get a chance to see your state, you can certainly reach out to me and I can give you information on your individual state's returns. If you didn't see them on the list, we have data down to the county level. I just gave you the top level state information, but very informative information about which plans you should be representing in 2020 and into 2021. Thank you for tuning in. Coming up in episode four, our final episode, I'll be covering industry trends and what I see in the future. You won't want to miss it. Wow, that was a lot of information and so helpful to learn which carriers are the big players in your market. As Craig mentioned, you can really gain some insight and use this data when you're deciding who to contract with for AEP 2021. 
Only one more episode to go, followed by Craig's live Q&A session on March 26th. If you haven't already done so, you will want to register to save your seat, and we will have the link to reserve your spot in the show notes. The State of the Senior Market series is available here on the podcast and in video format at ridderim.com SOTSM. For the full schedule, including release dates and links to previous episodes, be sure to visit our show notes. A lot of good information there for you that you don't want to miss out on. Coming up in the next episode, Major Industry Trends. Craig breaks out his crystal ball and presents his case for what he sees coming in the near future for our industry. Don't forget to subscribe or follow our feed so you can stay updated with all of our content as it's being released. We would love it if you took the time to do that and just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to join us today for this installment of our 2020 State of the Senior Market. We'll see you next episode.